0: You are listening to episode 189 of the Competent Coaches podcast. This is the one without a big introduction and with an apology. There's no intro, no outro today, guys. It's just me having an honest and raw conversation with you because it's time. This is about my role in perpetuating shitty practices. I've been working for months on a plain speak Disclosures page, you know, uh, uh, what can you expect from me, whom I've learned from, what I no longer do, the values of my business, and it will be in the show notes for you to click on. It's, it will also be on my about page on my website so that you can see it at any time. What's not discussed at length is my apologies, And what I'm going to share with you today is an email that I actually sent. If you are an email subscriber, I've already sent this to you, and I'm gonna be sharing it here today so that everybody, whether you are an email subscriber or not, hears these words because this is important. I thought the coaching communities that I hitched my wagon to, I thought they couldn't be a bad thing. There are tons of people. They're, you know, they're smart, I'm smart, we've paid so much to be here. And here's the thing, these coaching communities, they changed my life. This is true. I now handle whatever comes my way. I've done amazing things that I for sure would have thought was impossible once upon a time. And I do have a self-love and a self-trust that I honestly never had before. I was so dang happy to be inviting to continue to invest more. I happily invited other people because I wanted those changes for them too. And I was genuinely confused when people I invited did not want in or when they left. And even when I saw things that I did not like, uh, the COVID response of my coaching community, the BLM response of my coaching community, and that little culty vibe, I honestly believe that I can just take what I need and I'll leave the rest on the table. I became very neutral, like very neutral about it. And here's the thing. My corporate life, where I came from, it was so soul crushing that I deferred to the online marketing tactics being modeled for me over how I actually learned how to do business. Now, I rejected some of the tactics, but I definitely ran with others. And I coached that any discomfort that you feel, it's just a thought that I can help you with. And I for sure would come across wishy-washy sometimes because my gut suspected that there was more at play than just your thoughts. Yet, I was often told that I didn't coach my clients hard enough. I was letting my people off the hook too easy. Show them their thoughts. And here's the thing. My business made a lot of money in those communities. Though, outside of my modest salary, and I go into income disclosures in the link of my values, practices, and privileges that's in the show notes, most of what I made pay for the business. It went right back into the business. I was working really hard to make sure other people got paid. And I finally listened to this nagging voice inside me last spring. I really did want to see who I was outside of these coaching communities. I'd had that voice for a while. It took me a long time to finally listen to it. And listening to that led to the end of relationships. My revenue did decrease. I have suspended my salary. I have taken on some debt. It's like I didn't see what I couldn't see until I saw it. Right? Like the entire space kind of lifted up and shifted. And you're like, holy shit. Was it like that the whole time? And I didn't see it. And it really sucks that I didn't see it in part due to the privileges that I have. And I own that. I go over all of what those privileges are in that disclosures page that you can link to. And it really sucks that I didn't see it until harm landed directly on my shoulders. And I take full responsibility for that. To people who saw harm before I did, I'm sorry I didn't hear you. To the people who experienced harm because of my recommendations, I apologize. I didn't know until I knew to the people who experienced harm from me, my coaching. I am sorry. I am sorry you were unheard and that you felt unsafe. Now, I definitely considered no longer being a coach who coaches coaches on selling coaching. Yeah, I can see it's a little pyramid-y. I also believe this. We can and we should hold ourselves to a higher standard, not just what the lawyer says is legal. Because if the ones who are doing really good and the ones who are willing to correct the wrongs, if we all leave, then who's going to be left to coach coaches? I've purposely sold less this past year to get it right. I've reorganized the cost structure. I've removed some of those teaching, of teachings. I've reworked some of those teachings. i have deconstructing the overt and the subtle. You're just not thinking hard enough and the capitalism at all costs out of these programs. Our focus here is on collaborative, inclusive, and empowering business for you, for the client, for your audience, for everyone. Building relationships, being human to one another, and not making every interaction transactional. And finally, using a marketing degree and a career to help you build a profitable business. Not a business that just makes as much money as you can, but actually provides an income and a profit that helps you. The ends do not have to justify the means. We can create competent, self-loving, self-trusting humans without gaslight coaching and blaming you for your thoughts. We are making the comfortable, scary shit fun and playful, not traumatizing and harmful. No one should have to do anything that they don't want to Period. It took a year to finally accept that I'd experienced harm actually throughout my entire 10-year coaching career. And it took a non-coach friend to help me finally let go of my need to only focus on the lessons learned and say, you know what, that shouldn't have happened. Period. It is okay to have our hurt and not have to change the story. Trauma or harm should not be the price for transformation. Now, if listening to this just isn't landing for you, if you, if this is just too much, if you're like, what the hell is Amy even rambling on about? Like, I get it. No hard feelings, seriously. I've always valued transparency. And I always wear my heart on my sleeve. That's been true the entire time. So in my show notes and on my about page on my website, you will find a link to values, practices, and privileges. It's six pages long. I'm not going to read it all here. I'm going to hit some highlights. But I ask that you look at it and take a look at it. It is, for a lack of better terms, a non-legalese terms and conditions, though the terms and conditions also need to be updated. And in full honesty, they were created with the lawyer that I would not recommend. (laughs) So I still need to make some tweaks to there so that what's in the terms and conditions matches the values and the business practices that are laid out in plain speak in that document. If you have no idea where this email is even coming from or this, this, uh, this podcast episode, like it's totally cool. Now you know me so much better. You understand my willingness to course correct and not be perfect. You also know why I really do love working on how to be super cool and also very human people. Okay. Um, again, I'm not going to read six pages of values, practices, and privileges. But I am going to hit a couple of the highlights. The first one, the values, what we value here. I do believe I've done a podcast episode on this. And I'm going to include in the show notes previous podcast episodes that hit on some of the things that I'm talking about in this session. If you've been listening the whole time, this probably doesn't isn't coming out of nowhere. If you're a brand new listener, it might sound like this is coming out of nowhere. But I'm going to link to past episodes that refer to what we're talking about today so my values non-hierarchy non-judgmental transparency inclusive and implementation and basically that just means non-hierarchy uh this isn't a monarchy this isn't a cult critical thinking is encouraged i have a ton of experience but i don't know better than you i'm not a better authority on your life than you My job is to teach you business strategy, identify the obstacles, and help you overcome them. And I'm not judgmental because it's not my say what your life should be. I have no idea what your experience should look like. I'm not going to force growth or transformation on you, and I'm not going to tolerate judgment from other people in the group. And transparency, listen, I'm an open book, if y'all don't know that by now, (laughs) Uh, But I'm not going to hide from you the hard parts, the scary things, and the ups and downs in the business. Absolutely believe we can normalize the realities of what is and isn't happening while also dreaming of impossibilities. I'm going to come to our coaching with my mind focused on you and in full honesty. I ask the same of you. And inclusivity. Like my top priority is safety in your space. Having learned that some people did not feel safe in my space because I lived by that coaching credo that every discomfort is a thought that I can coach you out of. I honestly felt like I was not honoring your dream if I didn't coach you through that. This is how people felt unheard and unsafe in my rooms. And that's, uh -uh. (coughs) uh-uh. Done. I invite the weird, the wonderful, the awkward here. I invite conversations if you do start to feel unsafe. Everyone is welcome here, and your voice is important and your voice is needed. Critical thinking is encouraged, groupthink is not encouraged. Honestly, the only reason you're not going to fit into one of my rooms. Is you think this entire thing is ridiculous and woke? <laughs> or you think anything is woke? If y'all don't know, then I'm a tree hugging hippie by now. Okay. And also, maybe you just can't hang with me. I'm sarcastic, movie quoting, music loving, I'm inappropriate, f bomb dropping Gen Xer with a loud, gregarious laugh and ADHD. Like, if that's too much, I get it. I'm not everybody's jam. And that's okay. I'm going to love you anyway. And I know that there's a room for your version of weird and wonderful someplace else. And the last value, that implementation. Yeah, we're having deep conversations about what's going on in your mind, showing you your thoughts, how the industry is shifting. But then we also have to go do the thing. We need to create the marketing strategies, the business strategies, and implement them because the transformation only comes in the doing. Okay. So, how I do business. Hiring pay contribution. I think it's really important to know. I'm I, I'm not going to read all of this again verbatim. You know, paying my contractors fairly, paying my guest instructor and my guest instructors who work the coaching calls fairly, how much I pay myself, that is all included in here. My contractors, a minimum of $25 an hour. I don't ask anyone to work for free. I don't hit up experts and expect their time and expertise. Um, I don't, pay people to be on my podcast or take payment if someone's a guest it's because i highly value them Um, i might suggest books or products or programs and while it's rare if there's any affiliate agreement i don't currently have any but you're gonna know up front Uh, my company is an s corporation there's only one full-time employee that's me My company pays payroll taxes that the government requires. I don't currently offer myself any benefits. Um, When we have a profitable year, last year I did not turn a profit, uh, but when we have a profitable year, 5% will be donated to charities. And I personally, Amy and Trey Latta, personally donate to 10 charities every month regardless of the company. Income disclosures. Amy Latta Coaching made $1.3 million from the 10 years between January 2013 and 2022. Most of that was earned in those coaching rooms that I hooked my wagon to, that I was invited to, that I paid for. Most of what I earned was reinvested. Coaching, certifications, systems and personnel, technology, business travel, home and office, taxes. I personally drew a salary of $60,000 in 2021 and 2022. Through traditional payroll, my take-home pay was $4,200 a month when I was making $425,000 a year. <laughs> yeah. We're going we're gonna to talk a lot more about that and why the priorities have shifted in this space. Um, accessibility. Accessibility. I offer my knowledge for free every week on this podcast. Do You all know that. I also have a brand new, it's not necessarily brand new, but I've resurrected a past free Facebook group plus all the free trainings I offer. And as you know, my content is not hints of my knowledge, but I actually give you coaching tools that I deliver in my paid program. Just in the paid programs, you're gonna have me to help you implement that. I currently have three offers that mix business strategy and confidence building. And I go over what those are. And with the price points, I have a program for $1,000, a program for $5,000, and a program for $10,000. And no, not everybody, not each one is appropriate for everyone. Every program comes with an interest-free payment plan. I do not currently have scholarships or sliding scale payments. They are on the radar as I look at more options to increase accessibility. Practices revolving selling I no longer sell, you will receive this specific result because i learned in 10 years. I've learned in 10 years. Lou has something to say here. There are multiple piece pieces at play and not everyone is playing with the same pieces. My job is to coach you through those pieces, help you put them into place so that we can move the needle as far as possible in the time of the program, in the time that we're working together. And the focus of these programs is creating revenue with minimal expense so you can create income. I don't want y'all working really hard to make sure other people get paid, even when those other people is me. You get my expertise and my knowledge, 30 years of business and coaching through set weekly calls, unlimited access in Facebook groups, one-on-one calls where applicable I am not available to you 24 hours a day, but you will know exactly how I am available to you. It's really important for me that you deserve an environment where you are left empowered in your decision of whether or not you're going to buy from me. If it's extractive and exploitative, we aren't doing it, even if it makes a lot of money in a short amount of time. I will at times launch or engage in sales pushes, but no longer use income claims hype and fomo to get you to buy. I don't I no longer share client experiences with their name or anonymously without express permission or screenshots from inside private spaces for marketing purposes. And listen, this is not a cult. You're not required to renew with me to stay in my good graces. I welcome constructive feedback because I either want to use that feedback to make the programs better or get better in my explanations. I don't hold favorites. No one gets special attention from me. I'm never going to shame you for not purchasing. And I'm never going to say yes when it's clear you aren't a great fit. My programs come with a 14-day cancellation policy. I am open to situations that might arise outside of that initial time. I always want you to know I got an open door, open heart. Let's have the conversation. I go over my credentials and where I, what I learned from my marketing degree, my te- uh, what all my jobs that I had uh, in my ten years post college, uh, the the marketing and at home businesses I ran as a stay home mom, and how long I've worked as a coach, um, and then who I have learned from. Again, I think there's like twenty five. I don't even know. <laughs> I list every. Paid coach and program I have invested in over the past 10 years. I don't list the people I've stalked on social media or the books that I've read, but there's like, I don't know, 20, 30 of them listed. The list is not an endorsement of any coach or program, and I purposely no longer use some of what I learned in these programs. You will need to pull up the document so that you can see all of the programs that I've been in. By the way, Lou has joined me on my lap. And then I give some shout outs because this, this uh, episode, the email I sent, this document that's values, practices, and privileges, these things came from a couple of people who I feel need a shout out. They're modeling higher standards. This is not an exhaustive list. I'm going to include some links, so look for links um, in this episode or next episode. But shout out to Erica Reitman, my last business coach for showing me different ways of doing business, my former CFO, Mark Butler. You've heard a podcast with him, Trudy LeBron, uh, teaching about inclusive communities, Maggie Patterson, Kelly Deals, Tarzan K, modeling businesses that don't suck. I then go over... Uh, privileges what's working in my favor and the point of sharing the privileges which again it's a whole page and a half I'm not reading at all the point of sharing the privileges was me going through the process of identifying that work helped me see the limitations of thought work only and how I'm Bringing more awareness of how I can't possibly understand everything everybody's going through. Obstacles I have never had to overcome. So that when I'm coaching somebody, you're never going to hear me say, well, I just wouldn't think that. Where's that coming from? By identifying what I know about me and what obstacles I've never had to overcome, then it better helps me serve more people and know where my limitations are. So upbringing, upbringing and education, career, family and support, faith, body, mind and health. Basically, you know, I I, I tell you my shit of what was in the way, but you know, I've never faced housing or food insecurity. Even when, um, even when we were on government assistance, I always felt you know, I, I never had to worry about those things. Even when I experienced layoffs in my career, I had, you know, the financial backing of either my spouse at the time or family. I was able to go to college on scholarships and not have to worry about student debt. Family and support. You know, my family doesn't understand what the heck I do, <laughs> but they also fully support me, which is amazing. You know, I've got kids and a husband and family who help me run the house who allow me to run this business. Um, I'm not religious and I just, I don't experience any persecution regarding religion. i am not made fun of for my appearance in any way. I don't hold myself back in any way because of how I appear. My mind, I think y'all know I got ADHD at this time. It does create low level anxiety. And also I have amazing access to health. I have amazing health insurance. I have access to counseling, coaching, therapy, energy work, anything that I need to help me with that, as well as the the past trauma that I did legitimately experience when I was a child. And also health-wise, you know, yeah, I have a life-threatening food allergy. I do have some autoimmune disorders. Nothing that affects my daily ability to function. I have outstanding insurance, access to most everything that I could possibly need. By going through that, it helped me identify that not everybody brings that to the table. So it allows me to increase the safety in the room for people who don't all have access to that because my awareness is there. I can better handle those conversations. That activity, which I have to be honest, it took a really long time. That was one of the longer sections that I took the most time with because I just kept coming back to realizing, here's another thing I've never had to worry about. Here's another thing I've never had to worry about. Here's another thing I've never had to worry about. And and having those things doesn't necessarily mean this is easy. Those just aren't obstacles I have to worry about. And not having those things doesn't mean you can't achieve whatever the hell that you want. But there might be some obstacles in the way that are going to need to be worked through that someone else may not need to. And us as coaches being able to hold space with compassion for you. And that, that is the most important thing. This is me sharing with you my role in perpetuating shitty practices, my role in perpetuating some shitty coaching, my awareness of it, my acknowledgement of it and what i am doing to make that change. Yes. This is a difficult conversation. It's never easy saying. Here are mistakes. Owning up to them and saying how i'm going to change. It's why it's taken me this amount of time to create this and put it out into there. In the next episode, I'm going to talk about, basically, it's going to be a how not to build a cult and build a life coaching business <laughs> instead. And I am going to talk a little bit about deconstructing. I want to be really clear. I've never been in a cult. <laughs> um, but there's definitely been some things that are just a little bit culty, right? Um, so we're going to talk about that in the next episode. For right now, I truly am so honored that you are here. I love the work that we are doing together. And I love all of the good that we have done together. And I am so excited to have you here as we do this work together and we move forward and we really take this industry that we all love so much and we make it the most amazing space for all humans to be able to be in and that it is safe for everyone who wants to be here. All right. All right, my friends, truly an honor to have you here.